You're listening to the Down the Pub podcast, Canada's premier football show. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. So, welcome everybody to episode one of the Down the Pub podcast. Uh, I'm joined this week by my special guest uh, from St. John, New Brunswick, Dave Faulkner, also known as Dave the Rave. Um, we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, Dave, who he follows, why he loves football, and um, have a beer. We're actually down at the Clay West Bar out in Bears Lake. Uh, that's this week's pub we're going to chill out at. And, uh, so, without further ado, here's Dave. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Steve the Rave here, reporting <laughs> in live. Welcome to this special episode of the Down the Pub podcast. Um, we've kind of gone full circle. Uh, probably a good, a, good, a good time to bring back the first ever guest that we ever had on the Down the Pub podcast, Dave the Rave Faulkner. Welcome back to the show, man. It's been a long time. Well, man, all I have to say is uh, I feel like this is, show's grown up quite a bit since <laughs> I was last on it. Uh, who, who was the last guest? Dwayne DiRosario, and then you got me. If you're uh, hearing this intro, please uh, don't listen to this. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I got good, lots of good things to say, but it's quite a quite a episode to follow, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, but, we, we went from... Um, uh, Dwayne De Rosario. We've actually got Pao uh, Maduka on next. Yeah, and then and then you. So you know we've been steadily going up and up the ladder. You know we've got Dwayne De Rosario, Pao Maduka, Dave the fucking rave. So it's gradually been getting better. You know, like uh, we, we've got top tier. Rock on. Yeah, we've got top a top tier guest right now. Um, so I just thought it'd be kind of cool to get you back on. You know, just to kind of reminisce back on. Um, where the shells come from, where we are, and all that kind of stuff. So, what do you remember of our uh, our, our our first episode when we uh, had a chat about Manchester United? Oh man, can I just kind of preempt this? I remember just going down to uh, the bar. What was it, Clayton? Clayton. It was, uh, was a Clay West, right? Clay West. We sat there, ordered our first round of beers, and we we're like, "Okay, let's roll this." <laughs> and we did it, and oh man, I don't even know. It was great, but like, oh, it was it was quite nerve wracking, wasn't it? Oh man, it was crazy. Like, uh, I I remember like getting in there, and like obviously I I knew nothing. I still don't know anything, but I, I knew even less then about sound and uh, surround, like noise around you and stuff like that. Like thinking back, like trying to record something in a busy bar. Well, it wasn't a busy bar. There was nobody there, but a noisy bar. Uh, wasn't the best idea in the world. And the fact is that we had no equipment. So uh, I don't know if you remember, I literally just had to put, we were using the Anchor app because Anchor is like a, a yeah. free, free platform for anybody who's looking to start their own podcast. It's a, it's a pretty yeah. great, it's a pretty good way to start your own. But I had my phone on the table. 
<laughs> so I didn't have to edit anything. Uh, so the phone was just sat in the middle of the table. We talked. Uh, I think I forgot to press record on the first go, so we had to start again. Uh, and, the, and then the, the waitress came over halfway through to ask us if you want another drink. And I, I, I order felt, interruption. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I felt like I felt like being like a diva and saying, "Can't you see we're fucking recording?" You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so it was de- it was definitely definitely fucking odd. But like, <clears throat> I, I think I'd plan to have my buddy Andy on or something like that. And obviously he's got kids, so yeah. So you're you're kind of like a, a last minute test run of a guest, but I really appreciate you doing it. But um, I. I it, it, just looking at where we've come from now, did you think that we'd ever get to? But we're not. The, yeah. Trust me, we're not that special. But it's definitely like, did you think I, we'd end up having like Dwayne Rosario or Kevin? Yeah, Dwayne, like you know? to be honest, you ran this idea past me a while back, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like I listen to Joe Rogan's pod. Like you know, I mean, like podcast needs to become quite popular over the years, and I'm just like. All right, he's gonna do a podcast. You had a bit of a plan. I knew you'd be excited. You were a big fan of the game, so I always knew it would uh, get in this direction. But I didn't honestly. I did not think. Like I saw Dwayne Pierrezario's interview, and I was like, "This is actually insane." You got to this far, like by yourself. You know, just kind of like editing yourself, kind of making it do. Like waitresses interrupting us in between <laughs> takes. You know what I mean? Like, kind of. It's kind of insane where it's gone, and like. I don't know, like, the interview I listened to Dwayne Rosero, that was great, like, you know, like, got his story, like, you felt like you got kind of a sense of the guy he is, like, seems like a champion of a man, you know what I mean? It, it's been, like, obviously the show's kind of evolved a little bit, like, I went from uh, just me and me and the lads just talking football to, like, having guests and all that kind of stuff, and that was more to do with uh, COVID coming along and like not being able to actually go physically to a pub and all that kind of stuff. But like, um, it's like some of the interviews we've done have been like, like crazy, but um, that, that first that we did will always be a favorite. Like I, I, I remember, uh, I think I posted, like I've got Dave the rave on it. And then that name just stuck. <laughs> Man, it's used for everything now. Like football fantasy team that I have. It's called the, the Rave 97. So, you know, it's stuck, man. And you've trademarked that, to be honest. So, that's the way it goes. Oh, that's crazy. Like, I, I remember, I remember it was like the, the goal that we set ourselves uh, when we were sitting there. We were just like, all right, we have to get 10 people to listen to it. That's all we need is like, just to me, yeah. that to, to me and you, that, that's what felt like a success of like, we had 10 people. He would tune into the fucking thing, and then huddled around there. Uh, and then I, 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 I remember like counting. I was just like, "All right, Sarah's gonna listen to it. I'll get Sarah's mom to listen to it. Your mom and dad will listen to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like trying to make up ten people. Kenzie's family. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to make up, trying to make up ten people on my on my fingers. It's like fuck. Like I don't even know nine, but it actually turned out to be not yeah. that bad, and we got more than what we envisioned. And I, I must say, I was kind of like taken aback at the like how shitty it is. I actually, I, I'm, I don't think I've listened to that first episode at all. I, I think I'm too afraid to go back. Um, I don't. So my buddy made me replay it in his car while we were all hanging out on the way <laughs> to go to a movie. Oh, no. Honestly, 
It's the most terrible thing I've ever oh, experienced. I think. Oh, fuck. I just cringed in the back. I just. Ooh. Anyway, but yeah, no, that happened, and it's yeah, it's so, no, it has come a long way, man. To be honest, like the branding of it all, like over the time, like me as going to pick up those uh, cups or whatnot, like beer stags, like it's just been quite a ride, hasn't it? Oh man, it, it's been crazy. Like I mean, like uh, like my my buddy uh, my my buddy Josh did like the first um i um the, the first draft of the delta club logo and then um wow. when carlos came on board obviously carlos is a, a graphic designer and he's got his own yeah. his own clothing brand ds football and all that kind of stuff so he kind of tweaked a little bit um and uh, tweaked a, a bit a lot actually and it looked pretty pretty awesome and then he's kind of worked on the and I think I'll always be eternally grateful for him to making it look a little bit more professional. And then obviously like Chris came on board and Chris has a lot of experience in, in journalism yeah. and um, he's kind of a natural at this kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's definitely like, it's definitely like changed a lot. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, like when I remember when we were talking there, we were talking, uh, I think Ollie, had Ollie just started off at Man United? He just he was off. very fresh. Yeah, what a um, ride! <laughs> so, so, so looking at him now, like I mean, he's been, he's been through a bit of a a roller coaster. Um, but now United are third in the league. They've got a game in hand, which will take them into second. Uh, after that loss to Tottenham of six one, did you think you'd be in this spot? No, to be honest, it's just been a roller. I didn't really know what to expect from the league, even like starting up. You know, like. I'm just impressed with United so far. Like Leeds, they played against six two, was it? Yeah. No, that was a that was a real thrashing cry. McTominay really uh, came through, but no, I'm 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 surprised. I don't know about Ollie though. I don't know how he's long he's going to stick around, but it's always up in the air with those type of coaching jobs, especially with Man United. I just I don't know how long. There's always people shopping for his job, so we'll so- really see how it goes in there. So I know that you're a huge uh, uh, hockey fan. What's it like watching the games like with no fans? It like they're like uh, obviously the football. It's it's definitely not the same. Um, like what what's hockey like? And I know that they're what's the plan for the new season with, with hockey? Like I I I heard something about Canadian division or something. Um, yeah, they were talking about that. It's still it's still very up in the air. I think they're gonna. I think they just came with a decision either today or yesterday to start the league January, maybe twentieth, something like that. And they're gonna do a fifty-six or fifty-two year, uh, fifty-two uh, game season. So that's a really big change. And I think they're still working out like how their salaries are gonna work because they usually play like eighty-two or eighty-four games. So it's gonna we're really going to vary and I don't know sports hasn't been the same since COVID started like no fans it's a bit of a bit of a uh, buzz killer but I don't know it's uh, it, worn on me in the end like I don't really notice it anymore to be honest is it weird what, like watching hockey with nobody like banging on the glass and all that kind of shit because that's, a, that's yeah. a huge part of it right Especially when they start fighting, like it's kind of like who you're playing for at the end of the day, like when there's no fans in a hockey arena. But I don't know. I think you all cope. Like, I don't know. They try and put like sponsors' names as big as they can and try to fill the arena in a sense with logos. But no, it definitely doesn't beat it for fans. Like, you need to have them there. But until 
So um, I don't know. I, I haven't watched any any ice hockey at all, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but like, so what? What? I, I you just picking up on your point there about the fights. How weird is that with nobody around? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, is there is there not yeah. as many fights now? Like, is it because like, I I feel like me 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 looking from the outside in and uh, being like not knowing anything about the game, it almost feels like it's a little bit like wrestling where it's just like it's a little bit staged, the fights and all that kind of shit. But with nobody there to watch it, like, it, it, has there been as many fights? Do they still happen? Are they as, still as they, intense? They happen every once in a while. Like, it's on a downward trend, that's for sure. I wouldn't say they're staged as much just because of the enforcer position in hockey. It doesn't make it as staged. They actually get paid to friggin' check and fight a bunch but no I, I it's definitely been on a downtrend and especially with uh, out, uh, anyone in the in the stand it's definitely like an awkward high school dance <laughs> <laughs> oh I love it love it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know like it's just kind of like what are you doing like okay I see all this anger on the ice but like it's not like no one's cheering you on it's kind of awkward you know like it doesn't feel as as real like it, it does feel more staged in the sense of they're fighting in the middle of a game when, when no one's there. I know. But it, 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 adds a, it adds a different element, that's for sure. I, I know you've got um, I know you've got family back in, in the UK. Uh, what's the what's the restrictions like for those guys over there? My aunt was meant to be going to London. And I don't know if she's... To be honest, I haven't messaged her, but she might be stuck in London. or I don't know if she got there yet, but based on the restrictions, they're pretty tight. So I don't know if she's going to be stuck in London. I don't know what's going on, but I heard people were stuck in the airport and it just sounds like chaos. Yeah, it's 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 so crazy. And like, it's just funny that, because um, at the beginning, obviously at the uh, start of COVID, like sports had stopped. And I think that was driving people a little bit stir crazy. And I think now that there's a, there's a lockdown every two or three weeks, it seems, um, sport is the only thing that we have really to kind of keep us sane at, at home and stuff like that. Um, so, so what will be, um, what will be part of your sporting viewing over the Christmas period? Most likely the world juniors, to be honest. I'll watch that a little bit when it starts up and spend some good time with the family. I don't know what games are going on for the EPL, but you literally done, a couple. You've literally done no no research whatsoever. No research whatsoever, and so, I never do. And that's been the so, specialty of this yeah, podcast, so, hasn't it? This is yeah. you Wayne Rosario. Literally, 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 nothing has fucking changed. Fuck's sakes. Uh, so, so just so you know, United are playing Leicester on Boxing Day. So. Um, it's an early start as well. It's an eight thirty start in in Halifax, or you're going to Yarmouth, I think. So Dave's apartment will be empty over Christmas. So if anybody wants to steal his TV and his Xbox, <laughs> you know where to go. <laughs> it's not the new one. Let's not get that out there. I know you have that already, which I'm very jealous about. But to be, being honest, being honest, there's no difference yet. Like it's. You know, no, it would take some time. But did, 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 did the only thing that's good, like I, I got the uh, the cyberpunk game for it, and I guess it works. It doesn't work on the uh, the older Xboxes, so I guess that's a plus. But it's a uh, didn't Keanu Reeves advertise that? 
Yeah, I, I saw some. That, yeah, th- that should have that should have warned people that Keanu Reeves was involved in it. They should have just went. It warned me. I swear <laughs> to God, it warned me. I was like, I'm out. I don't even know what's going on in this game. But it's too punky for me. So, so, but. so I think we had you on for two or three episodes. I think it was three in total. Um, yeah, so- and one of them he didn't tell me what we were talking about until an hour before or something like that. Anyway. Go on. Well, I, it doesn't really matter because you're never fucking prepared for the things anyway. So I could have told I could have told you two years before, and you still wouldn't have been fucking ready. But um, I'm natural, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> is this something? Is this something that you'd ever want to do yourself, like a, a podcast? To be honest, what I wanted to ask you from the beginning is, how do you prepare for guests? I understand you do some research, but how do you really get them? Like that's one of the questions I wanted to pose. Like I, I like. Honestly, I think COVID helped you in a sense, not giving you any discredit for what you've done. But do you think some of these athletes being on their social media platforms all the time, checking messages, has helped you in a sense? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, I think people probably don't realize that athletes are just, are just as bored as us at home, right? I mean, like, like their their daily routine is like going to the gym or it's like, um, like yeah or like practice and, and all kind of stuff and they just haven't been able to do it it's like literally like they're just doing zoom they're just doing zoom calls with their their teammates and the, the the coaches and stuff like that so a lot of their time was just downtime right and i mean there's only so much xbox you can do and there's only so much tv you can watch and netflix and stuff like that so to be honest like i i kind of I, I just on the off chance i thought i'd just start reaching out to people just to see obviously i start with the wanderers because they're Right, the big team here in Halifax, and I thought I'd have a little bit more, more luck with them. And then with, with Chris and Carlos being part of things too, it kind of gave me a little bit more because they're leverage. Yeah, they're 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 bigger. Um, they're well well more they're more well known in the circles of the Wonders than what I am. So that kind of helped too. And then it, it kind of just it just kind of started from there. And a lot of times it's like it's just luck. Like, and I think that's, that's, that's the big part of it. It's like, it's just blind luck and it's just being, at, being cheeky, obviously. Cause I mean, like, you, like, you know, you have to, you have to ask, you have to admit, like close the deal kind of thing to get people onto the show. Yeah. Um, but it's also like, just like being uh, persistent too, you know, it's like, it's like if you get, if you get a knockback, don't take it personally, but like so, a lot of people don't want to do a podcast. Right. And I mean, if they say no, right. To, it is what it is, and you just kind of move on to the next one. So, I mean, for every guest that I've had on, I've probably asked five or six, and I've probably out at six, I've probably not got a response from four, right? So it's kind of right. It's it's reaching out to people, and it's also like a lot of people make the mistake of just copy and pasting what they do, and I think people can mm-hmm. see through bullshit, right? And I mean, if you were just copy and paste, hundred percent. Um, like uh, a message or an email, they're they're gonna see it, right? So I, I mean, it's it's better to just make a make it look like like that. You, the reason why you want to come on your show is is because mm-hmm. you have an interest in what who they are and what they are. So you need to kind of put that into the message a little bit. So yeah, right. I, I always make sure to do that. Um, and it's just you know, like the first. The first kind of pro I think I had was uh, John Michael Williams, I think, who's the goalkeeping coach for the Wanderers now. And 
I don't think I've ever been as nervous, like trying to do that interview. And it was kind of a, it was kind right. of mess. It was kind of messy too because like Zoom didn't exist then. Um, so yeah. I, was, I was trying to do it like with the shitty anchor app, and he's in Trinidad, and I was in Halifax. Yeah, and it just it it was, and I felt so bad because it turned out shit. Luckily, I've had him on the show since, um, and it's he's a great guy, and he was very patient and all that kind of stuff. But it's uh, everybody has to start somewhere, and um, right, yeah. So so I mean, like like for yourself, if you ever wanted to to do uh, anybody who wants to do this kind of stuff, it's. It's just being cheeky enough to ask. Like it's podcasting has become like the new radio, like the new pirate radio. It's like people it who have really had people who have stuff to say or people who think they have stuff to say. It's it's an easy way to get out there. And when you've got platforms like Anchor and all that kind of stuff, it's it's easy. Like I mean, the majority of people I know that do podcasts just have a laptop and set headphones, right? You know, they don't have a fancy setup like this, like a $70 mic, a <laughs> hundred dollar pair of headphones. And that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, um, what's kind of been your like most interesting interview, would you say throughout your, uh, um, time so far? It, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, like there's so, so many, every one of them is different and interesting in their own way. I know that's kind of like just a, a cliche kind of, uh, answer to, to give but like everybody's everybody has it all of these guys like and, and girls and whatever like like just have a unique journey to get like where they right. got where they got to so it's kind of yeah I, I find it fascinating that you know like that they all play football for a living but not everybody's had the same journey and it's like when you're talking to guys from Ireland you know they've probably there's times when they've had knockbacks in England because that's where everybody goes to try and play they've had to come back home and then go back over in this, like obviously with players in the States, it's, you go to college, you come back home, like, right. you, you go through the, the MLS system and then it just cranks you out. So it's, it's different. Um, I, I, being honest, the one we just did with uh, Pa um, from Pacific, um, that guy is like a philosopher of football and Stephen Hart, the Wanderers manager was really good too. He, like, Cause that was really good. Yeah. He's been in the game for so long, and he just he just knows an awful lot of stuff. And he's got like a really he's he's a straight shooter, and he's got like a, a very like refreshing look on 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 the game. You know, like he's kind of he's seen it all, he's done it all, and he knows the bullshit when he sees it, and he's not afraid to call it. Um, same with Pa. Like I mean, like Pa, he's been through an awful lot. Like I mean, he's traveled the world. Um, he was like the first black player to play for Norway and you, you know, right. and then yeah, like his family moved from Gambia to Norway and stuff like that. So, I mean, he's been around a lot. Um, so just listen to his, his uh, aspects of football has been incredible. Dwayne, obviously, you know, I don't know. I, I think we only did like a 20 minute interview because obviously he gets a lot of requests, but. Oh, a hundred percent. But like, it's just so easy to get like I just that was the one I got tongue tied the most. I was just like, "Fuck, man!" Like every time I looked up to the screen and saw Dwayne looking back at me, I was just like, <laughs> "Holy fuck!" Yeah, you know I know. I was, like, watching, I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't know if I could have done that, man. Like you're kind of like this is TSN and get your fucking questions straight and answer them straight, or else he's going to be like, "What the fuck are you saying?" I know. You know what I mean, like, and he totally wasn't like that at all. Like he's like he's pretty, no. 
he's a really laid back guy and like I, I could I could quite easily like go for if if he go for a beer with him, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah. everybody's different. Like I mean, like um uh, talking to Drew Becky was it was a was a great one. I mean, like that guy like like nearly died, you know what I mean? Like he was like at yeah. the store and came back to play football. Like that guy is just yeah, you know, like anybody who's struggling with the game or going through a tough time. It's like, just listen to that guy, watch his documentary, which is amazing. And just see what it means, see what it's like to be on the brink and to bring yourself yeah. back and like, just have a really positive outlook on life. It's, it's, it's inspired. Like I, I sound like a hippie, but it's, and it's not, that's, it's not, it's not normally the person I am, but when you're listening to other people and what they've gone through to follow their dreams, because I mean, let, let's be honest, I mean, like we all had dreams when we were kids, like to be hockey players or football players or whatever. And whether I was going to be midfield for uh, England by now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Happened. Exactly. Like, I, I should be like, Roy, I should be like Roy Keane. I should be on Sky Sports, you know, like telling with Derek Hunt or something. But, you know, it's, it's like they, they, they they're living the dreams that we had, but, to yeah. us, but to us, like your dream, you don't get to see how you right. get there. And like these guys go through so much, and it's just, it's it's inspiring to listen to them. And like, I, I'm hoping that, um, you know, it, all it takes is like, you know, if I, I don't care if two people listen to the show, a hundred people listen to the show, a thousand, like to me, the show will always be the same. It's like it, there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing in this that's like like me wanting to be famous or whatever like uh, to me it'll always still be the essence that we had of sitting at the, cl- uh, yeah. the clay rest having a beer <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and shooting the shit and that's all it's ever that's all it's ever been it's ever that's all it was ever meant to be it was never about like me trying to become some sort of like pod like joe rogan of like football in canada like it's never going to happen right i mean like like joe, the reason why people always track back to joe rogan on his podcast is because it's really really successful but i mean like for yeah. every joe rogan there's probably about a hundred thousand podcasts that aren't you know what i mean and but each, yeah no 100 percent. but each one of them means something to the people that make it it means people who listen to it so you know like i never wanted to do this like just to be anything more than a football fan and the fact that eventually i got to talk to football players was just an incredible an incredible bonus to it all you know what i mean like like i i still uh, like to me like i still had as much fun talking to any of those guys or sitting with you as in a pub just talking about what happened the weekend before and you just sitting there going, well, I actually haven't prepared for this whatsoever. So <laughs> that's the beauty of the essence of this podcast. though. like when I listen to you, like I listen to Joe Rogan and I pop you on and then I'm like, he's still a fan. Like the essence is you're a fan. You're like fangirling out about these uh, players you're uh, interviewing. It, it's just great. Cause I'm like, if I was in the same situation, I would do the exact same thing. So and that, in, that, in the end, it's like it's it's great. So that's what I like. And that's the thing. Like I, I mean, it's you, you know, like when you're like like obviously we went to see a lot of Wanderers games this last year, and you know, like you don't when you're at a ground and stuff like that, you don't get the same. You don't get the access to the players because obviously security and all that kind of stuff. But like people. They're, they're so accessible, the players in Halifax were so lucky and that they're like really yeah. guys and they, they they love what they do and they know that it means a lot to the city and they're willing to give people their time. So, I mean, like, 
like it, just talking to those guys, like like you know, like like Peter or Shala, for instance, like you know, he came over from Germany, went to Cape Breton, like this place that he probably never fucking heard of before. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then he gets to play professional football. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just every every that's what I mean by everybody's journey is like different. And it's really interesting to hear how a, a dude in Germany ended up in like Cape Breton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's well, that, well, one of my favorite episodes was uh, the girl from who played for PSG overseas, was it? Was her name Alex from St. Effects? Yes, name? yeah. So she, she she didn't play for PSG. She played in Serbia. Uh, she played in the Champions Right, no, right. She played for Serbia yeah. in Champions League. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that now. And and here, the thing is, like, I mean, like, she, like she's now, like, she's a, um, she she did journalism in, in King's College and stuff like that. But I mean, like, what, what a story! Like, I mean, like, that's like just hearing how, like, you know, she went from Calgary to Saint Evex, ended up in Serbia playing in a country where they didn't speak the lingo. It's just that's, yeah. what, I mean, that's what I mean, though. Like, it's just it's just fascinating, and like that's why I love doing this. It's like you just never hear those stories like people people should listen to that story that's an amazing heartwarming story yeah. that she, like she got to do that and i think that people getting to listen to that is is why i do this is and for me for myself too uh, like just just being able to sit there and just go like fuck it hell. you know what i mean like just like i know you have to do this you yeah, know i must admit i sat and listened to that podcast and i was like holy shit women if they love soccer are way bigger fans than men Oh man! I don't care what level the hustle is real. That is insane. The amount uh, of work you put in is crazy. And, and that's that's. I, I think that's a huge, a huge thing that a lot of people don't realize because the women's game doesn't get the same promotion as what the men's game. No, obviously isn't fair and it's not right because the game is just as good. But the, like the women who are going to Europe, like from North America to play over there, like if you're not playing in the big leagues like in in spain or um france or england like i mean you're playing sweden like a lot of times you're doing a part-time job you know, like football's like you're, yeah. you're doing a, a job in the evenings or during the day and then training like around that so i, I don't think people realize the sacrifices that people put to, to go to europe and play like football like that and i think all of those stories need to be told because like listen to to, to Alex's story like it, it it was just it was funny as much as like heartwarming like I mean there's some really cool some really cool like little bits in there you know like uh like being like being driven from the airport by a very brisk woman <laughs> you know what I mean I know I was just like I was lost there I was like this is insane she, she, she's an amazing storyteller and like uh, you can tell like he, she was born to do journalism and I, I think she's gonna have a very yeah. Uh, like I haven't read some of her articles and all that kind of stuff. Like she's uh, she's definitely going to be uh, big in her field, um, whatever way she decides to go with it. But um, yeah, man, it's like, and that's what I mean. Though it's it's those little those little nuggets that you get, and you kind of just yeah. walk away, and you get that kind of fuzzy feeling. You're just like, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, and it's not even like, hey, I, I got that story out of them. It's like, fuck, I didn't know that, and it's like, it's it's. Yeah. That's that's where the selfish bit comes because I'm just like yeah. that's awesome, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like it's it that one's for me. Like it, it's great that people will get to listen to it too. But like I, I get to listen to it like like right on, yeah. Life, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. So 
Uh, just to finish up here, because I, I don't want to keep you all night, you know, you've got cider to drink, weed to smoke. But uh, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to have you back on and, and talk and like just shoot the shit is um, like it really meant a lot that you took time out of your, your day to come over and sit with me just in a pub. Just because if you hadn't, if you hadn't said no, I, I probably wouldn't have got to do any of this because at the end of the day, <laughs> but that's the thing though, it's, like, it's, it's so nerve wracking and it's so. Yeah, it really is. And, and like you know, it's like it's pe- people talk about doing it all the time, and then when you get the guts to to kind of just go like "fuck it, I'm going to do it," like I built myself up so much to do it that if you had said no, like I probably wouldn't have been able to build myself back up again. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I really just wanted to say like I really appreciate you uh, like hanging out with me that time and um, talking shit and uh, <laughs> having a couple of beers, and um, I-, I wouldn't be here today, Dave, if it wasn't for you. So. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate it. No, thank you so much. No, I actually admit, like, it's actually been kind of crazy watching you progress through this podcast. Like, when we started, like, I knew you did build yourself up, like, and we uh, had a beer for that first step. So I was kind of impressed, though. Like, I'm, like, growing up watching Joe Rogan all that. I was kind of like, this is kind of, like, local. Like, you know what I mean? Get a podcast going. It was it was super interesting to me. I must admit, I must have like my girlfriend saying like, Oh, Anto is starting a podcast. Like this is going to be awesome. Like I'm going to be on it a couple of times. It's going to be great. Like, you know, but, but yeah, no, I'm glad you did it. And honestly, it's come quite a ways. I must admit, I, I, to be honest, you've blown me out of the perspective that I thought it was going to get to, but well done. Thanks man. I really, really appreciate it. And I'll see, you know, um, everybody that's been part of it along the way. Like, I mean, like obviously the guests have been, amazing to give me their time you you give yeah. me your time Andy Watson I have to name everybody off now like just so I get it all out there just let me bring up my little list of people who actually have helped out Chris and Carlos obviously like at the forefront 100% yeah I mean like the, the two that always like gave me like so much time and um, you know like take, taking time out their day just to hang out and ask some questions to people like that that obviously meant a lot too. But, you know, uh, Gary McMahon, who was on to talk about Arsenal uh, in the early days, like Jack Hanratty, who talked a little bit of uh, rugby with me. Matt Mansfield, I think, was on for one episode, which for I, I think I, I think I burnt, burnt that episode at this stage because, uh, yeah, that man should... The never, one and only. Yeah, his, <laughs> his voice should never be, uh, be, be, be heard on the waves, uh, airwaves again. Uh, Alan McDonald, who did a, who did a few episodes with us. Um, Dave Smith, uh, who runs the Armchair Commentary, who inspired me to do this. He had me on his podcast, and I was just like, hey, that seems like it's pretty cool, but he's doing one on yeah. American football and hockey. I'll do one on, on, on football, and he gave me a lot of advice starting out. Steve Steele, uh, amazing, funny Steve Steele, who his uh, his rants have been incredible. One and only. Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm missing people, and I don't want to. Uh, just let me say <laughs> look at this there. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Dave the Rave, of course. Uh, Paul Gillette for not doing anything to help whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Let me see here. Jack and right, Matt. Andy Watson, of course. Andy's been like amazing. Like Andy did like an awful lot of these shows with me, and I really appreciate it. He really has, hasn't he? Shout oh, out to him, seriously, man. Like he's been and really good. All the all the Wanderers fam- family, like uh, James Covey, Jess Wadham, Blueface Wanderer, Denton. 
uh, Mike Campbell. Uh, we still have a group to this day of when we went to um, the Celtic corner to, to shoot the shit. And then we got to meet Derek afterwards. Thanks to Derek for coming on the show. Thanks to all the like the, the teams in CPL. Uh, thanks to uh, Angus McNabb for always being cool about uh, us having York 9 players on or York United as they're now known. Um, so yeah, man, it's been... It's been crazy, like uh, the, the people we've had on, the people that have helped out, and you know, it's not just one person. It's, um, it's it was one person with an idea, but it took a lot of people to to get it to where it was and where it is. And um, I really appreciate everybody. And uh, Dave Durave, it's been emotional. This is the moment they've all been waiting for. This is the sound of alternate. Down the Pub Podcast, recorded in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.